welcome everybody to SWWLS Speak Your Truth. We are with uh, Melissa Woodward, and she is our resident human trafficking expert. We have her on today to talk a little bit um, about what she does, about human trafficking, and answer some questions. So, um, Melissa, tell us about yourself a little bit. Hi, Tracy. Thanks for having me. So, you know what you guys know, I'm a survivor. Um, this was this was my childhood. Uh, I grew up in Dallas, Texas, and um, I had a close family member who began grooming me, um, preparing me, I guess you could say, to be sold. Um, by the uh, time I was in sixth grade, I was pulled out of school and became a milk carton kid, um, but I really wasn't missing. I was in an underground warehouse, and um, back then, it wasn't prevalently seen uh, on the online. You know, we didn't have Backpage. We didn't have Craigslist. We didn't have, you know, Pornhub and things like that, um, and so back then, it was all done underground, and so that was where my childhood went into, and then I found uh, Christ when I was 27, and um, since then, I've gone on to rescue about 300 children, and um, I have wow. my own organization called For the Sake of One, and um, we had a safe home in Montana, and our deal was to prevent rescue and heal these children that we worked with. We worked really closely with the North Texas Anti-Human Trafficking Task Force, and we covered 53 areas in the state of Texas. I uh, worked with government um, officials um, such as uh, Greg Abbott, Governor Rick Perry, um, Congressman um, John Corman, and I uh, worked with them on, you know, how to, how to, Thank you. Thank you, Melissa. Absolutely. Okay, Melissa, we have a question from one of our listeners, and the question is, what is human trafficking, and where does it happen? So human trafficking is uh, considered modern-day slavery. Uh, It's taking the free will of children, men, and women, um, and forcing them to perform either sexual acts or labor slavery. Um, what's most prevalent in, in Texas and in the United States is really um, sex trafficking as opposed to labor trafficking, though both do happen. Um, so kind of how they define the, the legal definition of it is the act action of trafficking, which means the recruitment, transportation, uh, harboring of a person. And then um, they use force, threat, coercion, abuse, power, to help um, pull these vulnerable girls and women and men into the sex trade. So things, for example, is um, we worked with one girl who was in California, and and, she was being abused at home, and so she ran away. She hit the streets. Our guy gave her, you know, a good place to stay, what she thought was a good place to stay, a safer place than the streets, as far as she was concerned. And um, he did things like, you know, go get her nails done, go get her hair done. And he spent a lot of time with her. And because these men can make so much money um, off of selling these children and teens and women, 
then they have a lot that they put into them. And then they began wow. to say, okay, well, I need you to do, I need you to go and take care of my buddy. Uh, he, you know, he, I owe him a favor. I just need you to have sex with him. And, and then you'll come back and I love you and I'm so proud of you. Wow. And they've never heard a lot of times like, I love you or I'm proud of you. And so what they do is they go and they perform these sexual acts and then they come home and, um, and they think, you know, they're embraced with flowers. That one of our kids was taken to Disneyland every time that she had to perform um, sexual acts for men. Um, and these men pay great money. And, and so that's kind of, of what it is. And then the purpose of trafficking is always, it's always exploitation. Um, it's, it's making sure that um, they're exploiting, you know, how these girls are. So it's their forced to do these things they're not willingly a lot of right. bad negative things have come off of prostitution we, we look at it a lot and we say oh they're prostitutes or or we use that's you know, so true because you do words. see them and you don't know the difference so yeah right you, you really don't know the difference but i i i, I tell people this you know it, it's you may not know why she's out there doing it, but nobody actually wants to go and perform these sexual acts. They don't want to go through this abuse. They don't want to be, you know, forced to have sex with 30 men a night. You know, so if there's a reason, a lot of times when we see the women in it, we, we forget that these are little kids that grew up and their minds are, this is acceptable. This right, is okay. normal. So, right. Yeah, it's normal for them. And what's, you know, it, it, chaos is how they thrive. And so, um, you know, again, that's kind of human trafficking. And, and where is it seen? It is everywhere. It's in your backyard, literally. Um, Houston is a major, major hub for this. Texas is um, because of our interstate systems and our close proximity to the border. Uh, um, that makes sense. Texas a huge threat because they're in it. They're able, they, they shuffle these kids around, um, you know, every three, every three days, so every, every 72 hours, they're moving these kids along the, the interstate lines. And um, you can see them everywhere from, you know, being online to, um, you know, being online is, is our number one way that, that kids are, are seen. Um, but also things like there are some that are still on the street, um, truck stops especially, um, and, and that that kind of anytime you see something that doesn't feel right, I mean, we're parents, we're moms. A lot of us are. We have nieces or nephews, and we know that when a young lady is not dressed appropriately, she's not acting right. She's acting like she's lost or she's hurt. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they're they're constantly covered in bruises. They're so you're very very sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so you. <laughs> What you said, so one of the areas you, you mentioned was um, truck truck stops. And truck stops. Um, is that near the borders or is it pretty much anywhere in Texas that, you know? It's, it's everywhere. Yeah. Human trafficking, you know, when you consider that there's 300,000 uh, children and women that are sold every year. Um, wow. And, and Texas accounts for almost 40% of that rate. Then you begin to see that it is every it, it's everywhere. It's just a matter of a lot of us. We're so, 
and I'm included in this, but so many people are so self-absorbed, they don't pay attention to what's going on. They're either in their phone, yeah, yeah. Um, they're looking down, um, or, or they're engaged in another conversation, or they're thinking about their own life, and they're right in front of you. You just don't see it. Right, yeah, you're right. So, um, well, thank you. Thank you for answering that question, Melissa. Okay, Melissa, we have another question from one of our listeners, and that question is, who can be a victim, and what can we do if we suspect someone? Okay, so, you know, there's not one, you know, consistent base of what a human trafficking uh, victim is. Um, trafficking persons in, in the U.S. and Texas specifically, you know, like I said, there's men that go through this, there's women, there's children. One of our um, big communities that go a lot through this is the LGBT community oh, wow. um, because, you know, they, they are coming out and they're coming out and they're telling their parents, hey, I'm, I'm gay. And the parent, you know, slams the door on them and there's the street and they're looking for acceptance and love and these traffickers are able to provide that. So, you know, runaways. Um, our homeless population, especially our homeless youth, are so endangered. Um, you know, when you look at the, the statistics, that one out of every three girls are sexually assaulted in America, and then one out of every four boys, they're already very prone to fall into that trap. Um, as far as to what can what can we do? First of all, is to be more aware. Be more aware of the people that we come into contact with. Um, be more aware of what's going on. And if you do see something that you suspect, it's always better to be safe than sorry. So um, the National Human Trafficking Hotline for the state of Texas is a great resource to call and report. Um, that number is eight eight eight. Three seven three seven eight eight eight, or you can also text help to two three three seven three three. Um, those are great numbers to put into your phone. And if you see something, you suspect something. Again, it's always better to err on the safe side than not. Um, don't try to engage them. If they engage you. Most definitely speak to them, be cordial, but remember that they're tra- trafficker, they're pimp, um, they're yeah. a user, they're pedophile, whatever you want to call them, um, they're monster. It's yes, always around exactly. the corner, and uh, they've got to be very, very careful with who they speak to, and you don't want to put yourself or your family in jeopardy. Right. So just, just call the local authorities uh, if it's an emergency-type situation especially here in Houston, these officers in Texas, um, one of the bills that I passed was for every human, um, every police officer to go undergo eight hours of human trafficking training. So they are a little bit more equipped than they used to be. That's great. That's fantastic. And I'll definitely put the numbers down as well, write them down so everyone can, can see that. Um, And when you, when you do say you do call that 800 number or you text, what kind of questions do you need to be prepared for, for them to ask you that you can say what they look like? Is it a uh, location, write down the street name? I mean, what do we need to know? Yeah, give it, be able to call and give a physical description of the person that you saw, what you did witness that makes you think that they perhaps are being trafficked. 
and then what area they were in and approximately okay. this time. Okay. Um, you know, you don't want to call. I mean, if you can call within an hour, it's best. If you're calling three or four hours later, that child is probably, or that woman is probably, you know, not in the same area. Right. But, um, so try to try to make that call, you know, immediately. Good point. Very good point. Okay, well, thank you so much for educating us in this. And I know that we're all going to be um, able to be more aware and, and our, of our surroundings and, and what to look for. And like I said, I'll make sure those numbers get written down um, on the podcast so that we um, have that out there for everyone. Thank you so much for being here today, Melissa. This was amazing. And I know you'll be back um, for other questions that we might have. And um, thank you for your um, participation today. Absolutely. Y'all have a great day. Thanks. All right. And that's it for us today. Um, Thank you all for listening in. Thank you, Melissa, for being here. And of course, we'll be back. Um, If you have any questions you would like to submit, whether it be domestic violence, intimate partner violence, sex sex trafficking, um, anything you want to discuss or talk about, um, please let us know. And go to our website at societyofwomenwholoveshoes.org and please submit your questions and we will make sure they get on here. And like always, speak your truth.